my name is Farron and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. So today I want to speak about something that I feel is pretty basic, but, you know, a lot of people have had to kind of fight for it, and that's what I want to talk about. At this stage in the space of humanity, in order to have well-being in our lives, we must work hard to put it there. And I feel like this is totally crazy, but also a necessary part of moving the whole. The whole being all of humanity. And although I don't like this terminology, we have to fight for it. So what are you actually fighting for? For the most part, if this is of any interest of you, well-being, you know at least a a little bit about what I mean. It has been a long, slow, consistent incline. Whether you're on the yoga side or not, it has been a long haul. So long, we've lost quite a few along the way. For some of us, we clocked in so long ago, we completely forgot until the mass grew and the messy, messy spiritual influx began. It's okay, it's all part of the plan, the chaos and all. Everyone will find their place. So how then does one find their way? So we are talking about creating life around well-being. This seems to be like the basic goal right now for most people. In some areas of the U.S., this is revolving around growing their own food. In other areas, it's fitness or yoga. It's different everywhere, but these areas are eventually going to overlap. Granted, we do have a lot of pretty serious issues, don't get me wrong. But my focus here is on human day-to-day, so that these bigger, more serious issues will be able to be fully seen. So why do we have to fight for this? What is going on here? Well, depending on how old you are, your view is going to be completely different. But I feel as though the basic reasoning is that somehow the opposite is still more interesting. Even if this isn't clearly stated, just notice how often the people around you try to turn you away from a, quote, healthier activity. And also, who decides what's healthy, right? So there's all kinds of ways that you can look at this. And in my experience, I know that it has been, you know, pretty much a fight you know if you really wanted to have particular practices in your life if you really wanted to have something that you deem to be more organic or more real or more you the chances are pretty high that someone in your life has tried to turn you away from that 
whether you noticed or not, it happened. And that was supposed to happen that way. Otherwise, how do you know where you are? It's a really weird thing when it comes to certain characters that appear in our life and provide us with certain information. As it goes right now, people are still learning all uh, learning to see all of the different sides of situations and that one's going to take a while and it will be highly beneficial when it does kind of land for more people because there's this saying you know heal yourself and heal the whole now i personally am getting away from the healing word i don't think people are broken i mean don't get me wrong if you have a broken leg or something like that you're you're clearly broken you have to heal the bone but if you have you know emotional stuff if you're working on spiritual expansion and all of that you're not healing it's it's not healing it feels like healing. I totally get why the word is being used, but I personally am moving away from it. And I feel as though this kind of language, not that there's anything wrong with that, because as I said, it all brings us to a place where we can, you know, reframe and re-see situations. Every time you have a personal vibrational expansion, you're a new person and you have to take the time to see how you can interact with what's going on around you. And that's basically what I'm talking about. Okay, so the other thing is, besides just the people, all of the ads, right? All of the advertising that has been a ploy for a really long time. I, I laugh because I use the word ploy as if it was. I mean, I can't say that it is or it isn't some long-term con, but I do know that it has had a very strong effect on specifically f the feminine culture, um, females, any any feminine, and this is something that is also getting overturned in a sense and we're still not there yet it's very interesting because there's a lot of female strength coming out in the spiritual community but embodiment is still kind of lagging but you know i just used the term spiritual community so that is a big giant sweep over anything considered spiritual it's not the yoga community don't don't box that stuff in. It's not the Ascension community. It's not the Reiki community. It's not the Kundalini community. I'm talking about the whole kit and caboodle, okay? I don't want anybody to think that I'm speaking about one particular community in a disparaging way. It's everywhere. Everything is happening in all of the parts, <laughs> okay? So why is it that this is taking like a fight? What, what's the deal? Well, besides the people around you and the advertising and all of that, the foods, the foods that are available in certain communities because they're the affordable option, all of these things are playing a huge part 
in the difficulty in creating well-being in our lives. So if we could remove all of those things and meet people where they're at, if people could learn to meet themselves, that would be great. But there needs to be some kind of guidance here. Yeah. So, but why is it such an issue just in any community? It's one thing if you live somewhere and the only affordable food for you is is unfortunately not the best. This is a common issue. But also there are areas where it isn't the common, you know, that's not what's going on. So what is the deal? Well, I remember when I was a little kid, the the one health food restaurant that was ever spoken about in Los Angeles. Now, this is like the 80s, okay? So all of the people that didn't want to go there would say that's the place for hippies and people from other places and now i'm being kind okay that is absolutely not what they said there was a little bit more of a reference to head material something worn on the head and some other ethnic stuff that i'm just not repeating because i'm just not going to say that so the other thing they said was that it would, it's very smelly. There's a lot of garlic smells and onion smells and all of that. So I was a kid and, you know, my uncle's best friend was kind of always going to this place. And so this is why I knew about it. My mom was really unhappy about it because why? Because this woman was always smelling different than everything else around. So, <laughs> I mean, granted, this woman was a little bit special in her own right, okay? But I was like five. So all I knew was she goes to the health food restaurant and that's why she smells bad, all right? That's what I'm getting at here. It was a lot of discrimination and, um, and I'm laughing because of the experience was was really weird but this is just the memory i have the earliest health food experience right so going from that to now where everything is as healthy as possible or people are trying to make that in my perspective right because i as far as healthy is concerned my ideal is just that that everybody wants that like wouldn't you want to be a healthy person too i don't know um it is a little bit privileged because of where I am, but I do truly believe that everybody has the capability. It's just that there is a very big lack of access of education and understanding. And I feel like that bridge is starting to be crossed. Helpful quotes and sayings. One day when I was walking through Golden Gate Park, I came across a table and at the table was a wonderful person that I unfortunately can't remember the name of, I apologize, from Bach DSF. And they gave me this book. This book is called The Journey Within. And the writer is Radhanath Swami. Please forgive me if I mispronounce that. 
and the topic of the book is Exploring the Path of Bhakti, a Contemporary Guide to Yoga's Ancient Wisdom. Now, while I haven't gotten through the whole book yet, I do want to bring your attention to a proverb that they open with. So at the beginning of the book, there's a question, what is true wealth? And, you know, for me personally, this is important because I speak about abundance a lot and I know that that's a misperceived term. So right here, I just really like this um, explanation. So let me just read this. What is true wealth? If you want to know how rich you are, try to find how many things you have that money cannot buy. So that's the proverb. And then there's this little paragraph here. To be truly wealthy is to have a fulfilled heart, and that means to love and to be loved. The joy of love is the true wealth inherent in all of us, and learning to recognize it is what spiritual practice is all about. But in today's stressful times, we tend to forget our own spiritual potential and to fail to recognize it in others. I just really like the beginning. I like the way they put that. And as far as I'm concerned, abundance is the recognition of value. And this value would be inherent in all things. But, you know, for most people to start off with abundance, you have to meet yourself where you're at. And we talk about that on this podcast a lot. And in order to do that, you have to recognize what you what you have, where you are, who you are, appreciate appreciate what you can and then start to appreciate the things that you can't appreciate and um, it all starts to come together from there all right back to the show so as far as as far as this health food restaurant is called i don't even uh, i mean (laughs) it's called it was i think it was called um the good earth But anyhow, I don't even know if I ever went there. But I do remember how much I was told not to because it was weird or whatever. So mind you, though, this is the funny thing. The food I was getting was like Jewish, weird Jewish food and some fast food. So honestly, what would have been worse? Some strange garlic spells or what I did have? I mean, (laughs) yay. Okay. So five basic ways to bring well-being into your daily activities. Okay. A lot of these I've spoken about, but not in this way. So what is the goal with well-being that you feel well in what you're doing? Okay. This doesn't mean supplements. This doesn't mean anything outside of you doing well. You don't have to go out and buy stuff to apply well-being to your life, okay? Those things, like the proverb said, they're nice, but they don't add to wealth, okay? So what are the things that you have complete control over? Well, when you wake up in the morning, you have control over that moment where you're barely awake. Train yourself. When you wake up, 
to tell yourself that you're safe and that you love you. If the you love you part is too weird for you, totally no big deal. Just tell yourself that you're safe in the morning. You are safe. You are safe. Something like that. I know for some of you that's a little weird. Try it. Try it. Just try it. Okay? Just try it. And then this other one's going to be weird too. It's only number two. I'm giving you five. Number two, at the end of the day, right before bed, look your, look in the mirror and call all of your energy back. What does that mean, Farron? That means just say it. I call all of my energy back from every conversation, from every text message, from every Instagram, TikTok, from every every caption you read, every caption you wrote, whatever the heck you do during your day, call your energy back. Be nice about it. Be weird about it. Be whatever works for you. Just look yourself in the face in the mirror and say, I'm calling all my energy back. Give yourself an attitude. It doesn't matter (laughs) because it works. And I know that sounds goofy, but this is something that I've been practicing with for quite a while and it works if it's too weird be as simple as possible just acknowledge the things you did during the day focus on the things that you liked that felt good to you okay that's the option either call your energy back from all of the stuff you did or remind yourself of two to three things that you did during the day that made you feel good whether it was brushing your teeth whether it was drinking enough water whatever it is acknowledge that that's number two okay number three your kitchen is a sanctuary whatever the heck you do in there washing dishes right sacred waters are washing your dishes the food exactly the same thing You don't have to be into prayer to understand that you want that food to be nourishing to you. You don't have to pray over it, although I'm guessing you probably will, but that's okay. Do you, okay? Whichever one works. The point is, is that you acknowledge the fact that you're eating something that is meant to be nourishing for you and just go ahead and tell the food that you're nur- that it's nourishing for you. Tell your body that you are ready for the food. Whatever your mind can wrap around that creates that moment of eating and drinking as a special thing for you, this will create the idea of well-being and your nervous system will start to get used to it. Okay, number four, move your body, shake it out, move your joints, gentle, not gentle, wherever you are in your system, move it, move something around, whatever moves, move it, okay? Sure, you can go to YouTube, get some classes, but don't make it so that you have to do that and then you don't do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't make it so that you are creating a process of needing to find the perfect class for that day and then you can't find it so you don't do it whatever you can do to move your body move your body it doesn't have to be a practice meaning a yoga practice it doesn't have to be a hundred sit-ups or whatever the heck people do okay those are great 
do it if that's your way do it but if it's new for you seriously just move your joints around you know which way they go move them in the direction they naturally move a few times gently start there simple well-being not well more fitness now or anything like that that was silly i don't know why i said that but anyhow okay number five go outside for things you don't normally go outside for see if you can add more outside time in just doing that will add the again just like before it will add the idea and the feeling of well-being into your system and then you will naturally start to appreciate some of the other basic activities that you're doing set intentions before you go to the grocery store there that's a good number six that's a little bonus okay before any activities fine but before the grocery store or something that you find is a little bit stressful for you is much more palpable and your system will respond more quickly okay so there you go add well-being into your life in the most basic way possible and if you have any funny stories about the first time you either experienced health food or health food store or health food restaurant will you email me hungry for apples podcast at gmail.com i really want to know i was having a good laugh when i was remembering these things earlier all right have a good week Talk to you soon. Bye. All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron. And feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.